welcome back to the Unending TBR Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. Alyssa has joined me today, and I'm excited to get into today's episode. So let's get to it. So we are back. Alyssa and I are here. Thank you for joining me, Alyssa. Thank you for having me. Okay. And so today's topic, we are talking about pretty much bookstagram etiquette is what we're going to call it. I think that's a good title. Yeah. And um, I feel like this would have been really useful when I was starting out. So I know you and I had kind of discussed it and you said, hey, why don't we do a podcast episode about it? So thank you for suggesting that. Of course. I just, you know, as it is kind of a world that when you enter it, you there are things that you typically don't want to do and typically do want to do. And it, unless somebody tells you, you don't really know the etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the things we're going to talk about, some of them we've done ourselves, you know, yeah. and we've learned the hard way. And somebody has graciously, kindly in the Christian bookstagram community been like, hey, you don't really want to do this. Yeah. And I feel like that was so kind. And so, you know, with this platform, I think we could really help people understand, you know, the best way to support authors and um, influence uh, readers. Yeah. And just being a part too of like other bookstagrammers too. Like, I feel like this is like a collective idea. So what do you feel like is the number one thing that you like, the first thing that you want to talk about? Don't tag authors in negative reviews. I mean, people say it all the time and what you consider a negative review may, may or may not be the same as what an author will personalize as a negative review. And honestly, I did this starting out with one of my reviews, very, 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 like one of the first few books I did. And it was a three-star review. And I thought it was, I thought three stars was still pretty good. Yeah. But there's no need to tag the author in something that, you know, is going to live in their head and kind of discourage them. Like, absolutely. There's two ways to look at bookstagram. You're either reviewing for the point of, um, you know, educating readers or you're reviewing to help promote authors or you're doing a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to be honest. You don't want to be discouraging to, to the author. And, and it's like, and we're not saying it's like, you don't have to say it's like, oh, you can never rate something three stars. It's like, just don't like, because I feel like tagging. And that was definitely something that I fell into like early on. Cause I'm like, if the author's there, I'm going to tag them. And um, it's kind of like, but it's kind of like putting, like if you, if you were in person with that author, you would like put that right in their face. Cause it shows up on there. It's not just in the back. It's like right in their face. It's like, this is what I think of your work. If you could kind of think of that. Cause I know I fell into the trap thinking like, oh, authors, you know, not that they aren't real people, but it was a disconnect that I knew yeah. in the beginning, you know, you're kind of in your own little bubble in your world in online sometimes like, and I think we have to pay attention to how our words can come across. So I, I think that's especially true. Um, well, we're considering, you know, it's, it's not bad to tell how you really thought of a book, Yeah. but if it's going to damage an author's one, uh, psyche and to mm. their sales like there's no need to do that to the point of telling other people not to read a book yeah. so 
but we're also not telling you to be dishonest in your reviews. Yeah. Um, I would say that there's a time and a place for negative reviews. If I find a book that I tip, I did not like, I might do an honest review on Goodreads or an honest review on, say, NetGalley. Yeah. But then I'm not going to post it all over my social media or talk about it on this platform. I'm going to, you know, if people really want to know how I thought about that book, they can find it on Goodreads. And it's still yeah. not going to be a bash. It's yeah. going to be an honest, you know, dissection of what I liked and what I didn't and try to be fair. But I'm not going to go out on my platform and post a picture of a book and say, I hated this book. Yeah. You know, don't read this book. That's just not who I am. And I don't think that's constructive or positive. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's, it's also, you know, knowing, knowing what you, what you want to come across and what you want to be known for, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't tag them. (laughs) Yeah. I think what you just said is super important. And that's actually on my list too, is, you know, know what your purpose is in bookstagram. I, or have a balance. And what I mean by that, like I said, if you are on bookstagram to be brutally honest in your reviews and that's the the vibe you want to go for, and that's, you know, what you want to do, that's great. Um, if you want to be there to, you know, help authors promote and publishers promote, then that's awesome too. Um, or you can be like me where you're going to be honest about what you like to help promote, but you're here for the community. Mm-hmm. And so just know kind of your purposes of what you're going to do and kind of be consistent in that. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're bashing an author or a book on your platform, because you want to be brutally honest, it's going to be difficult for you to make inroads with, you know, being valued by publishers and authors, I feel like. Does that yeah. make any sense? I think it does. And I feel like, I feel like there's a good balance because I know it's like, I never want to promote dis- dishonesty at all, but I right. do think that there is a way to be both honest and tactful. I feel like sometimes the, well, I'm just going to be brutally honest. And it's like, <clears throat> I feel like in some cases that's like, I'm in, I don't mean to be rough, but it's almost an excuse to be rude. And I feel like sometimes we, um, especially it's like, if you're in private and you know that you're like some, um, like sometimes I have, you know, private chats with fellow bookstore groomers where we're on the same page relatively once. And we sometimes discuss what we didn't like about certain books. Um, But it's like, I'm not putting it out there publicly to slam anything like that. Cause it's like, I know some people that really love books that I really don't care for or have something about it. I don't like, but yeah, I don't need to tell them. I don't like it. If they, if they enjoyed that type of story, that's their preference. And I think it's like, I think we need to, there's creative ways that you can say sometimes what you didn't like in a book without, you know, being mean to the author. So, well, and I think there's something to be said about getting up on your soapbox about something. Yeah. And you and I have talked about this a lot. Christian fiction is a genre. It's not a theology. If there's something in a book that you don't agree with theological, it does not mean that you have to 
discourage everybody from reading it. You can say, yeah. hey, I disagreed with this or hey, this wasn't Christian enough for mm-hmm. me. But there's a time and a place to do that too. And there's no yeah. need to slam an author or a publisher for not being Christian enough in a Christian fiction book. Yeah. There's there's different ways that people love it. And there's, you know, there, there can be nods to it or there can be the gospel preached. And I feel like people are very critical of this wasn't Christian enough or even this wasn't clean enough. Like everybody's mm-hmm. got different standards. You can yeah. choose not to read something or even yeah. explain why you chose not to read something without yeah. bashing it or discouraging others from reading it. Well, and I also feel like that can sometimes be why um, reviews are useful. Like I'll read reviews if it's like an author that I don't know, or I have like, um, if I have questions about it, I will go on Goodreads. Cause I feel like Goodreads is usually kind of like you get often more reviews on Goodreads. Yes. than just Amazon and everything but it's like I'll read the one stars I will read the two stars to see it's like okay what didn't they like about it and the ones that are just like <clears throat> this was completely terrible this is terrible this is terrible and I kind of like okay well explain why but if it's something yeah. if it's something like I found three typos I'm like okay well that doesn't matter to me you know it's <laughs> some yeah. and and that's well, where you as a reader can um can figure that out well, and I hate when people give poor reviews for typos, especially oh. on indie published stuff. But really, I found typos in big house publisher stuff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cut them a break. They're humans. Yeah. At least you're not getting AI generated books. Like, they're humans who made a typo mistake. You know, don't let one or two typos take away from a story and do not report typos on Amazon on your Kindle. Because that can destroy an indie author's um, credibility on Amazon and can actually get their books taken down. I just recently saw a reel about, I didn't even know that that was a thing is reporting typos to Amazon. And then I saw a reel, I'm like, oh my goodness, like that never even crossed my mind. Like, and yeah. And I think there's a, if you're, especially if you're beta reading or yeah launching there's a way you can come to the to the author and, and point it out especially if they're yeah. an indie published author but there's also a time and a place not to point out typo if the book's in print just leave it because somebody probably has already caught it it's just gonna make them feel bad about themselves yeah and nobody's perfect oh. okay so let's talk about book launches and book launches are when you sign up you know to be a part of the team that is like kind of like the publicity team of the book like right before it's released or as it's released you know what do you feel are like some big points that you could tell people that are just starting out or things to keep in mind for that um yeah so i think it's only considerate to do your part to help promote the launch especially the week of release yeah now things happen in life and you may not make release day, Mm -hmm. but, and you may not write your review and post your gorgeous photo on bookstagram on release day, but there are things you can do on your bookstagram stories to help release day. But I really do believe in at least the, the week of release, Mm -hmm. really promoting that book because it's so crucial. It is so crucial to the success of a book. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like release week I've heard, especially on Amazon reviews, like if they get certain amount of reviews or certain amount of traction on release week. So 
if you get a free copy of a book, the, the most considerate thing you can do is read it and review it within a week of release. Is, yeah. I, I'm big on that. Yeah. And the thing is, is some things I get it that some things has happened has happened for me that I didn't get to it for before um, release day. Um, but also you can just like, you can, I have and done this before. It's like posting a picture of it, even without the review, getting it that exposure and traction, like the little things that you can do until you get your review up. You know, I think that that's, yeah, I think that that's helpful. And I think you should do stuff before release day, not, you mm -hmm. know, just to be clear, you should be promoting release day. I yeah. mean, honestly, that author and that publisher have gifted you that book in hopes that you will promote it. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even care if you review it as long as you promote it. Now, yeah. I think that's rare. I think they really do want you to review it. But, um, and so just doing your part, um, leaving it for months is not really what you want to do. I think typically, and you can correct me on this, a lot of the review, you know, influencer reports are due a month after release date yeah so they're wanting you to at least have everything that you're going to do done within a month but i to me it's it's good etiquette to do it within a week yeah yeah that's good i know i'm always like thinking and i always i have way too often waited to the last minute i've done everything but i've forgotten to fill out the form and then I'm like the day before it's due, I'm like trying to find that e-form, trying to find all my reviews. And it's like, yes, I need to get more organized about doing that because well, it's all like, that I, was a month ago. <laughs> don't we all? And I, I know. think that is something else that we really need to talk about is making sure you fill in that influencer report. If mm -hmm. an author, not, not authors require it, but if an yeah. author or an author's assistant or a publisher requested that you fill out a form showing what you've done, that's really important because unfortunately there are people that take books and don't do anything. Yeah. And so it helps them to really see the value of what they're doing with their influencer teams. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's important too, is to make sure you follow through with that influencer report at the end of your, of your end of your promotions. Yeah. Have you ever had to drop out of a book launch? Let's talk about like the whole times mm -hmm. that it's like, where do you feel like it's good? It's like, because a part of me is like, ah, when you're on a launch team and stuff like that, say you really don't like the book or it is a three-star and you don't want to tag the, the author and stuff like that in reviews. I feel like that's sometimes like a sticky situation where it's like, you're like, what do I do? Well, I will say that my rule of thumb is I typically don't sign up for launch teams or influencer teams unless I know I'm going to love the book to some extent, mm -hmm. yeah. especially if I'm, I'm going to love the author. Yeah. Um, there was one that I'm not going to mention the author or the book, but you know of this situation just because I got your advice on it. Yeah. And this was two or three years ago where I love this author, but they went with a different genre for one book mm. and I did not enjoy it. Um, as much as I enjoyed her other stuff. And I yeah. think I gave it three stars. And that was one where I promoted the release. I didn't necessarily promote my thoughts on it. Yeah. And I did an honest review, but it's, you know, it's just like anything you write, especially like if I'm at work and I'm writing an email, you start with a positive, you have some middle stuff that maybe it's like, this is why I personally didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. And then you kind of finish with a positive. The same and maybe a recommendation of who might like it. 
Yeah. And so I feel like I did that to some extent, but even then I wasn't fully against the book. It just was a different, different than what I typically enjoy. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of, yeah, I just, I didn't really enjoy it as much as I had hoped, but everything since then I loved it there. So it's, it's really just those one-offs where it's just you still have to be honest but you can be tactful in how you say it and and promote the release and not necessarily your thoughts on it well and also it's kind of like you're like I feel like one thing is you can say hey this is why this book wouldn't is it for me and you can state, you know, in tactful things like what it is about the story that wasn't for you and I feel like that's why it's like me. I will read those three star, two star, even one star reviews seeing, And then it's like, if I see somebody says something and they're like, oh, this wasn't for me. And I see their reason, then I can make an assumption based on what I know in my taste of why I would choose or not choose it. I think. Like you, that's yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you talked about that with spiciness or not even spiciness, just level of romance in a book yeah. and you know yeah. and I know we've talked about that before where it's like some people are so against it mm-hmm. and, you know anything even kissing except on the last page and then you know yeah. we like a little bit more but it's just like it just depends on what your level is and if some people wrote a poor review because of that then you can use that to gauge so yeah that makes yeah. sense and it's and it's like that's a, that to me is a useful review regardless of the star ratings so exactly yeah. and I, I feel like this shouldn't have to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you haven't read a book, don't review it. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, you know, and this happened to one of my favorite authors where somebody took offense to something in her book and then people not in the Christian book community started a vendetta and giving one-star reviews across the board all the time yeah. on the author. And it just broke my heart because I feel like if they had stopped and actually read the book, they would have really loved it. Yeah, And so, you know, if you, if you haven't formed your own opinion, no need to repeat that opinion to other people. Yeah. And it's like, that, that's something that I feel like we can get so much like on a bandwagon about this is not something that's good, you know, but if you haven't, I mean, mind you, I know that there are books out there that based on what I know about them through Bookstagram, I know that I'm not going to like them or they're not going to be for me, but I don't need to review them. I just don't read them. Like you have the freedom to read or not read. Yeah. And I I feel like that is less of a problem within our, those who are going to be listening to this and and our community. It's more of the bookstagram community at large. Yeah. That kind of, you know, we have to worry about that with. But anyway, I just want to mention that. Yeah. And it's the thing is, is like you will come across because people have different opinions. You will come across authors that may say things or do things or, or gear a story in a different way. I've recently run into, you know, a few of those, but you know what? I just, I don't have to promote them. I am kind of geared towards promoting um, the books that I enjoy. I don't need, to me, it's like, I don't want to put time. If if, if the book wasn't for me, I just don't promote it. Yep. Simple enough. Yeah. That's my, that's my motto, but it did get a little bit of time. And I feel like, you know, to, bring it in. It's like, I feel like you will learn these things. You will like niche down and, and know what you're comfortable with and, and find your thing. It may not be right away. Yeah, you know? exactly. You can grow. You grow. I know I have. Yeah. Okay. How about this is, this is something that I am super 
guilty of because I stalk my favorite authors like somebody looking for celebrity gossip. <laughs> <laughs> but releasing covers that you find online before the um, the publisher has given um, the go ahead, like before the publisher or the author has related it and book blurb information. I've been guilty of this twice. <laughs> well, like if you find it on some random bookstore or, yeah. you know, website or something and the author hasn't even shared their cover reveal, you got to let them do that because yeah. they probably built it up. They're so mm-hmm. excited and they want that, that first look to come from their accounts yeah. to build traction for their book sales. Yeah. Um, it's and so I'm, easy to do. If you get so excited or you don't realize it's not been shared yet and you find it yeah. online, it's so easy to do. Oh, so just, I remember, you know. yeah, that was something that I did. And I was like, so pumped for this one author's thing. I found the book blurb on a site and I'm like, oh my goodness, guys, look at this, this is coming up. And I like super gracious person went, Nicole, that hasn't been released yet. Can you take it down <laughs> another week? And I'm like, I felt so bad. Cause it's like, that's something that I didn't know or realize. I thought, well, if it's up on the internet, it's fine. Yeah, well, and I feel like sometimes, you know, bookstores or review, like NetGalley and publishers or authors can all get out of sync with each other. Yeah. And my rule of thumb is the author hasn't sent, hasn't shared it, or at least the publisher, if the author's not active on Instagram, then don't be the first one to do it. And even if you don't realize it, like if you are so excited that you found a cover on some website, yeah, you know. Because you're excited because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Just double check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be like great advice to have. Just just check. Just just scoot over to their Instagram or the publisher page or something like that and see. Yeah. Because, yeah, that was a big no-no. I w- accidentally once, because I was doing two different sci-fi cover release launch that I um, signed up for, I accidentally posted one cover instead of the other. I got them switched. I got the dates switched. Oh, and um, thankfully the publisher was super gracious and I took it down within like half an hour after perfect. I did it, but it was like, whew, that was close. Like, oops. And those things happen. And yeah. I feel like there's grace in our bookstagram community about that kind of stuff. Yeah, so like, if, and, and this is coming from somebody who has high anxiety. If you make a faux pas, don't think it's the end of the world. And I'll take take my own advice too like just like anything in life you know you're learning just explain to whoever you know I'm learning I'm so sorry I took it down you know if you make a faux pas just learn from it and I'll try to do that too how about that okay (laughs) sounds good oh Um, I want to talk about one that is important to me you know don't copy other creators on Instagram and be, or, you know, be tasteful in how you do it or give credit. Okay. Be careful with that repost. And if you're going to take an idea, for instance, I loved an idea that one bookstagrammer used. It, it was mm. just a way to take a photo and I loved yeah. it. And I was like, you know what, before I just copy it over, I'm going to just shoot them a message. Be like, Hey, are you okay? If I just kind of take this and run with this idea in my own way all the time 100% of the time they're like absolutely I got it from somebody else or mm-hmm. absolutely run with that um it's totally fine and they're all but it's just kind of it's gracious 
and it kind of prevents any rough feelings. Yeah. But if you're copying or reposting a post or taking a picture from somebody's Instagram, give them credit. Yeah. Give them credit. It's super important. Um, yeah. And you've showed pointed, pointed this out to me. Um, and, and part of me then is like me, the overthinker is thinking like, oh my goodness, I've like gained so much inspiration for how people stage shoots and stuff like that with Instagram. But problem is, is like, sometimes I have not always saved who gave me that or inspiration. So now I'm just like thinking like, oh my goodness, I did that flat lay. It was inspired by this, but. <laughs> well, I just think there's a difference between inspiration and full on copying a flat lay full copy oh okay like and that's what I'm talking about is like for instance somebody and I don't remember who and I'm gonna talk about it did a awesome murder mystery flat lay on a clue like clue the board game oh yeah and I'm totally gonna do that but that's That's so specific that it's like I just kind of messaged them and maybe this is just me but I just mentioned like hey can I run with this obviously it's not gonna look exactly like their flat lay but yeah. just that idea I love and it was so creative. Yeah. So I feel like to some extent, maybe I'm just being overzealous about it, but I also think that well, you're sensitive nice. to it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and I've had, you know, some of my images taken and reposted without giving credit. And so to me, it's like, you know, and there's a difference between inspiration. I'm not talking about inspiration, but full on yeah. copying or reposting a photo. Reposting. Yeah. Oh, you wow. gotta give credit where credit's due. And I think it's like, yeah, the, the, the reposting, I feel like, I think you and I, I can't remember if you and I were talking about one instance of the reposting where it's like, if you're like a new author and you don't know, like there is a way to repost where it's like, it is like automatically like gives credit back to that person. And that, I feel like that's just kind of like a trick if they don't get it in, you know, tagging you from their repost and stuff like that. So yeah, there are, there are tips to it. I don't think I've and ever ask. done it. Yeah, yeah, just ask. Ask, ask yeah. somebody. I feel like a big thing about bookstagram community is that there are mentors. You are one of my mentors. Um, Abby and Ashley were some of my mentors as I got started. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like, well, what's NetGalley? You know, how do you do this? What do you do? You know, and now I feel like almost a fraud sharing all these tips, but it's like, I learned this. You're, the hard you're, way. Pass, you're, passing, you're passing it down. We're passing it on. I remember asking Jenna Van Maurick what a whip was. <laughs> I'm like, everybody on here who's writers is, is, is posting about whips. What is a whip? <laughs> oh, I, th- I did not think that whip, like, work in progress. I yeah. thought you were, like, I was like, have you not seen Indiana Jones? Like, <laughs> confusion right now. This is us unfiltered listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I knew what that kind of whip was. <laughs> oh, no, but it was like, it was so, it was so fun. And it's just like, you know, usually people, like, if you have a question, people are usually really, really happy to answer it with that. Like I've found that. So, and I also feel like sometimes if I get something like there was um, one page where they started doing their, they organized by color right aways and, and they had like certain layouts and I, also giving credit like hey I got the inspiration of this from this account you know and it's like we may not interact or something like that but I just like the aesthetic that she put out and it's like it's just an easy way to do it so 
And I think shout outs are a big part of bookstagram it helps each other's platforms and it's just fun to connect with other readers so oh yeah that might just be me but I also think that you know I've seen in other platforms that I manage or run or you know for different things that like if Mm -hmm. somebody's copying somebody's full-on photography or whatever it can be really frustrating so maybe I'm just oversensitive to that but I do think that it's a good practice to kind of Give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Hey, I'm super thankful for all the shout outs. You find so many great accounts that way, especially if it's in the same kind of niche that you like following, you know? Exactly. Great. Okay. So, okay. Here's a questionable one where I'm, you know, a little bit back to the reviews. What do you think of spoilers in reviews? Absolutely not. <laughs> How's that for an answer? So here's the thing. The only platform I think I would be okay with putting spoilers in a review on is the reads with huge, mm. you know, yeah, huge a warning. Stars and warning and capital letters. Yeah. Spoilers below and making yeah. sure that spoiler is hidden and you have to click see full review yeah. to make sure because honestly, like that just makes me so mad. I think spoilers and a review are other than, and I will say, I want always want my readers to know or them to, for me to know if a book has a happy ending. Yeah. I don't necessarily say if it doesn't, but I will say if it does. Does that make any uh-huh. sense? Yeah. It, it's, it's in the wording that you can do it, that it's like, especially I feel like as romance readers, there's a big camp between needing a happy ending and people are okay with not having a happy ending. And I feel like, yeah, that's kind of like, I know for me, sometimes that ending can, even if the book is really, really great, if I'm expecting a happy ending and I don't get it, it's like totally. It's totally. And that's why if I ever have questions about if a book has a happy ending, I either ask somebody who's read it or I go on Goodreads. Goodreads is a big tool, but I, I do not think that you should do a synopsis. Now there's a difference yeah. between a blurb and a synopsis. Not mm-hmm. a synopsis tells the whole story in a paragraph. A blurb <laughs> kind of introduces it. Mm-hmm. Am I right or wrong? No, no, no. You got it right. But I just remembered my pre-bookstagram, pre-netgalley days, I would be the person on Goodreads that I was like always amazed these people had early copies of Karen Widemeyer and I would go on and I would read those blurbs because I was getting, I wanted any juice before um, they get, yeah. <laughs> get it but up. I feel like, I, and I also don't feel like you have to put a blurb at the beginning of a review. I used to do yeah. that. I used to think I needed to do that. I don't Same. need to do that anymore. That's a whole Same. side thing. Yep. But in terms of spoilers, don't spoil the book. For somebody who's just looking to see if they want to read it, let them find that on their own. The only thing I would say is if it has a truly tragic ending and you want to warn people like me about Mm -hmm. happily ever afters and happy endings, yeah, do that on Goodreads or you know, imply it in a way that doesn't spoil how it ends. Yeah, I feel like sometimes it's like I try to be very careful with the wording, especially for me. If like if the reason that the book 
didn't find favor with me or wasn't for me, that's where it gets tricky. It's like, oh, I'm trying to explain why I marked it a three star, but that reason is actually a spoiler. So I sometimes well, I would say it's like, it's a spoiler for why I'm just not into such and such, or, you know, I don't know. Well, that's, and I think you could say, I didn't like the ending. Yeah. Without saying it, I didn't like the ending because such and such person died. Like true. there's a, there's a yeah. difference between that's I- true. Had a huge issue with the ending and I won't say more versus yeah. this person died it broke my heart mm-hmm. I will never ever read this book again I mean there's yeah. two different there's two camps and it, you know there's a way to do it yeah I agree agree okay how about the comparison game uh, don't compare yourself to others Girl, I need to do this in all aspects of my life, but especially Bookstagram. Yeah. Bookstagram is supposed to be fun. It is. I like, and I feel like that's something that you can get really caught up no matter how long you've been in it, no matter how big you are, you'll always like, and part of me is like, oh, I should have come up with that idea, or I wish I was able to do what they do. And it's like, you're really just robbing yourself. Yeah, there's a fine line between appreciation for the mm-hmm. amazing skill that some people have and yeah. being being negative to yourself about, well, why can't my photos look like that? Yeah, yeah, so. I agree. And then I'm going to say, you know, you have taught me this. You continue to teach me this. Don't be afraid to say no to advanced reader copies or launch teams if you don't have the room. Whether that be emotional capacity, time capacity, you know, stress capacity. If you just don't have the time or or ability to do it justice for the author. And also just so you don't get stressed out. Don't be afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. I have people reach out to me all the time and their books sound super fascinating. Yeah. And sometimes I say yes. And sometimes I'm like you know, I'm totally full up right now. And that could mean I'm totally full up with my personal life or it could be I'm yeah. full up with arcs. Yeah. I'm totally full up right now. Yeah, just, it's really, yeah. yeah, it's it's really hard. And that's such a, you know, a good thing to remember because it's like, I, I do love reaching out and connecting with authors. Sometimes I am able to do it. Like I've met some great authors that have just popped into my DMs. We've conversed a little bit. They pop in and then they share their book with me. And it's like, this is so cool. I would never have found them otherwise. And then other times it's like, oh, you know what? I'll put it on my TBR because it sounds really interesting, but I can't commit to it yet. Yeah. And that's just, um, yeah, that was a really good thing because I used to be like, I'll say yes to everything. <laughs> it was like, and I feel so bad because I wasn't able to complete it for everybody. So, well, and I and, also feel like you've also taught me that even if I know I'm going to love the book, that doesn't mean I have to be on the launch team for it. Yeah. Like, sometimes I love step back. I, sometimes you have to take a step back. You do, and just reassess what you want to read because reading is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be a chore. Yeah. yeah. And. I'm still learning that. And I think that there, you know, if you pick and choose your launches, sometimes it really helps um, to you to really focus on those launch teams. I am still, you know, I'm at my balance right now where I'm pretty much where I need to be, Mm -hmm. but you know, there, 
there's there's a balance and sometimes that balance shifts so yeah and it's diff different times of your life will look different i remember like when i was getting started i was like on like i feel like sometimes like four launch teams a month and i was like i've reached that burnout fast <laughs> yeah it you get severe burnout yeah and you know there are times in of the year that i love just doing launch teams for a month yep. or two yeah. And there are, there are certain seasons of my reading that I just know, like, this is going to be launch team month and everything I read is going to be launch teams. Mm -hmm. And then, the, but there are some times where I'm like, oh, I have some free space. I get to read whatever I want. Yeah. But I think that by gauging where you're at and your ability to commit, it helps the author too, because then it helps them understand or it helps them send the book to the person that's going to help them the best yeah and that's yeah i i feel like that's a big thing of what i want to do it's like yeah i want to talk about helping people find the book that fits their taste i'm not trying to morph everybody into my taste it's like what do you like and let's find a book for you that fits that and i feel i like have often called you my book bartender and uh, this comes from a little meme that i need a shirt i need a shirt for book bartender <laughs> people who haven't seen that meme know it's like there should be a bar where you're sitting reading a book you close it and then you immediately say I'll have another and that bartender gauges where you're at and what you want to read and gives you your next book and I feel like you do that for me all the time I'll be like I just finished this what do I read next and I legit give you full oh. you know, choices and control over my reading and <laughs> I've gotten some great books that way. Yeah, that's that's been fun. Although sometimes you're like, I want more exactly like this one. I'm like, Alyssa, that's the only one of its kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that just means you have to write it for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think also think one thing that we can, um, you know, remember, and this is, I feel like, just in any community. You know, it is online, so you have that disconnect. But I feel like don't be openly critical and you said like don't be other openly critical of other like specific members of the community or authors in the community because um if you don't if their stuff does not align with you you do not have to subscribe to them you do not have to subscribe to the same ideals or anything like that but i feel like like especially in like the past few years it seemed that it's like people are like attacked keyboard like, warriors yes yeah, so much and it's like that's just not fun in any community no yeah and there's no need for it bookstagram overall is a very positive place mm -hmm. and if you want to take a stand you know really think about if that's really needed and if it's what you're doing is actually going to be received the way it needs to be received yeah. or if you're better to, and, and there are levels, yeah. but I feel like little bitty stuff that you feel like you need to take a stand on. I feel like there, you need to think about. How... I think there's different, there's different ways to be, to take a stand. And I think everybody's yeah. different, but I feel like there's a way, like if there is something that you are absolutely passionate about and you feel like that message and that type of book needs to be um promoted that's what your platform is for like you can do however many posts and do that about like these are my values 
and this is what I value and this story fits that. You can do that as much as you want. You know, it's like nobody's limit. I I used to think on Bookstagram that I could only post a book one one picture at a time. Like I couldn't like repost. It was weird. Right now I have my things, but I'm like, oh my goodness, I only have so many more books. This is how long I can stay on Bookstagram. It's like you can post your book hundreds of times. You know, it's like. How silly we are. Sometimes. We are. And it's I'm like, just people. It's like, I think yeah. I've posted the same Karen Winemeyer two or three books probably 50 times. Yeah. Like, probably. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's like, yes, this is Alyssa doing a fantastic flat lay of a Karen Winemeyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this. All right. All right. I get it now. But no, it's good. going back to it, you know, don't be a keyboard warrior. Stand up for what you believe in in the right way. And mm-hmm. um, even if you stand up for an ideal, it doesn't mean you have to be calling out or openly critical of another author or another bookstagrammer yeah. or just somebody in the community. Yep. Be nice. Make it a positive, fun place to go to on your yeah. phone. Yeah. Make friends. It's it's a great community. And people I are remember- so nice. And you're like, I found you and some of my closest friends that way. I know it's, it's great. You, and you will find your, I feel like it's a great place because it's like, cause you can find your tribe and that's just, I, I just remember telling my mom right after I found this because I, nobody understood how much I love books. I know my parents, I love my parents. They love me to death. Absolutely. People just don't get it sometimes. Mm -hmm you're a bookworm people just sometimes don't get it and so I remember it was during shutdown when I first found this kind of community and um I just remember telling my mom there's people like me out there who love books and these books these specific books as much as I love them yeah it was just so thrilling and it's just such a special thing yeah yep we need to remember we need to remember that and keep it that way and I feel like that'll make it better for for everybody exactly so yep okay can you think of anything else I feel like those are kind of like the main points so I think that was great <laughs> we could have just said be nice <laughs> just be nice so well I feel like we had a great discussion we got to talk about yeah. you know some things that maybe we learned the hard way mm-hmm. and you know if you've got anything else that you think you know should be added to that just let us know because yeah you know, we're always learning and we'd love to hear back from you too right absolutely I love hearing that I love hearing the different perspectives so that's great okay well thank you for joining me Alyssa thanks for having me okay until next time I hope you found this episode useful You can always chime in on the conversation. Let Alyssa or I know what you think could maybe be added to this list. You can find us both on Instagram. Alyssa's handle is Bookstagram by Alyssa Morgan. And mine is Nicole and the Unending TBR. Until next time, may your TBR be unending.